Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you, and a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online, like from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Okay, we'll be right there. Kenny's uh, Kenny's making some potatoes to go with it. Good morning, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide on our my talk 1071 app. I'm Jason Matheson. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups uh-huh. and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. That's our wish. That's what we hope happens during the 8 o'clock hour. Don McLean is here. Kenny's here. Alexis has the day off. We have a fun 8 o'clock hour. Uh, I'll be filling in for the dirt alert today. Plus, uh, Alexis is, uh, and, and we're not telling tales out of school. Um, she said this on her Instagram. She's not feeling well. We have a lot of people not feeling well. 
but let me say two, nothing serious. Your colds, your your just stuffy noses, it's nothing serious. Um, we live in an age now where we kind of have to say that so folks don't worry. Um, but because of Alexis not being here, we do not have forced movie reviews. So in honor of Alexis and the ho- the season we're in, it is a replay of our classic burying Lex. And you'll you'll see uh you'll hear that a little bit later. Kenny, were you gonna say something? Is this this might be precedent setting for Lex. Is this the first time that she has gotten sick as a result of something Zen brought home? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because yes. he was incubated in the home for almost two years and never went out. Right. So yeah, he went to preschool, <laughs> got the yeah. crud, as I call it, yeah. and brought it home to her, which is put her out for a week yeah this is going to be happening to her once or twice a year for the next how old is he probably for the next 17 years yeah and all parents go through what sucks is that when it's a toddler they're very you know it's just really difficult to take care of a sick toddler and then you're sick on top of it but yeah. then he bounced he's, back right away. Oh, yeah, he? he recovered and he's smiling on the couch, sitting yep. with yeah. their dogs. Yep. And Happy. Alexis is barely, you know, has yeah. her head up he's, off the couch. He, he probably has the run of the house. Yep. He's probably got the remote in one hand and a cigarette mm-hmm. in the other. A cigarette a barking at the dur- um, Doritos. Barking at the postman again. He's been yeah. home for too long, so he thinks he's yeah. a dog again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he used to do that? Yeah. The dogs would go up and bark at the postman, and he would get up to the window and go, Arf, Arf. God. Oh. So funny. So, so funny. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, so we don't we, we don't have uh, Lex, so we don't force movie reviews. Uh, she got out of that, didn't she, friends? She sure did. She she got out of that one. Um, what did you assign her, Dawn? Oh, I forgot. she's asked me uh, this. She texted me this week. I think she's going to watch it. She might have already watched it. It's called Audition, and it's a Japanese horror movie with subtitles. Oh, and what's know, the premise? Extra cruel. Oh, it is really weird. So it's, it's about this... Um, film producer who's doing these auditions for uh, a role and he brings in all these people and so he takes a liking to one of the women and casts her um and then there's a lot of meetings about what she you know is going to do it's kind of like a me too type of a movie but way back in 1998 and you change your mind who you're afraid of i'll just say that Oh, okay. Back and forth. Oh. It's uh, oh. it's really it has some very disturbing images oh. and um, really weird things that happen. Okay. Well, the Japanese well, know how to do a good horror movie. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So we'll get that as soon as we as soon as we can. Uh, but right now on Fridays we go down the rabbit hole. Um, I can't tell you who the, you know, 12th president was, but I can absolutely tell you what time slot the Bob Newhart show was on. So uh, you have a one-way ticket. Oh, actually, it's a round trip. Inside my crazy mind, we're going down the rabbit hole. Here they go, down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. And we're going to start with a little audio a little audio beginning. Okay. Listen to this. We can turn the world on with a smile. That's right. 
51 years ago this week, the Mary Tyler Moore Show debuted on CBS. Um, It was 1970, September 19th, 1970. And it debuted on CBS. And it really helped to usher in a new era for television. And it really ushered in a new era for its network, uh, CBS. Um, It was the same year that CBS dumped all of their rural shows in favor of sophisticated shows like Mm -hmm. Mary and All in the Family. Um, Mary was also revolutionary because... um, uh, there were a handful of shows, including That Girl and uh, Diane Carroll's sitcom. It was one of the first shows to really show a single woman in her 30s um, making it on her own. Right. Pun, in, pun intended. Um, uh, you know, right, right at the beginning, right in the first few years of the women's lib movement. And CBS wanted to reflect what was happening in society. So uh, they loved Mary from her time on Dick Van Dyke. Mary had a deal with them, and they weren't quite sure what to do with her. And uh, they decided to do the the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, So she was under contract with CBS. They did it. And um, one of my favorite behind-the-scenes stories of all time, what... The the debut of Mare was one of the stories that made me think of this segment um, because it's so fascinating how it debuted. And in honor of the anniversary of its premiere, I thought it would be fun to go back and also hear a couple of uh, great moments from the show. The pilot was taped and it was a disaster. It's hard to believe now that uh, that that any that anything from the Mary Tyler Moore show would be a disaster. But it was um, nobody laughed. Uh, the studio audience didn't get the jokes. Um, they didn't like Rhoda. Uh, they hated Rhoda. Oh, um, really? They, yeah, they thought she was too crass. Oh, um, it's the times. So, yeah, yeah, and she just did not, as they say, test well. And they kind of went back and retooled Rhoda to to show her softer side with uh, with a, with a kid. Anyway. Then the air conditioning went out in in the CBS studio where they were taping the the, the pilot. Mm. So the audience was Great. sitting there under the studio lights, no. and it was a hundred degrees, almost oh. literally, in that studio. Wow! And so the audience was physically sweating. They weren't happy, and uh, they call it they called it um, Black Sunday for a while because they taped this. They taped it on Sunday. They went back, fixed the air conditioning, retooled it, and had an amazing response. And then the Mary Tyler Moore show went on to become what we know, and which was a seven-year juggernaut for CBS. Um, I, I pulled a couple clips that I thought you guys would enjoy. The first one, and it's especially timely because we just lost Mr. Grant. We just lost Lou. Here's a little bit, the famous scene from the pilot where Mary is uh, moving to Minneapolis to get a job, try to get a job at WJM. And by the way, fun fact tying into Minneapolis, if you don't know why, because it was very odd for them to set a show not on the coasts. Hmm. Hollywood it was either New York or yes. maybe Philadelphia or, or L.A. That's usually where you would set shows. Yeah. But, the, but the creators wanted Minneapolis... Because they wanted the Four Seasons. 
They wanted the comedic opportunities that come with the location with the Four Seasons. So that's why one of the reasons why. And we were a booming, we were a booming metropolis. We were an up and coming city in the early seventies. We had a lot of potential, as they say, uh, as the creator said. So they came here, they scouted a location, and they chose Minneapolis. Cool. Here's the uh, the famous scene when Mary is auditioning with Mr. Grant. Uh, the you got spunk scene. Take a listen. Look, Miss, would you try answering the questions as I ask them? Yes, Mr. Grant, I will, but it does seem that you've been asking a lot of very personal questions that don't have a thing to do with my qualifications for this job. You know what? You've got spunk. Well, yes. I hate spunk. (laughs) Tell you what, I'll try you out for a couple of weeks, see if it works out. If I don't like you... I'll fire you. Right, right. You don't like me? I'll fire you. Look, miss. I, people don't always hear that second part of that oh, line. God. That's just as funny to me as totally. the you got smoke. You don't like me? You're fired. Um, the next one I want to play is what TV Guide refers to as one of the greatest episodes of a sitcom ever. This isn't in any category. This is just one of the greatest episodes of comedy that American television has ever produced. And that is the Chuckles the Clown episode. Oh, yes. Uh, for the youngins or the, un- the for not familiar with Mary, uh, Chuckles the Clown Chuckles the Clown was <laughs> Chuckles the Clown was a afternoon show. You know, back then there were a lot of local shows, a lot of kid shows, yeah. Bozo yeah. and whatever. This was a takeoff of Bozo. We actually had him here too. Yeah. Yeah. And Chuckles was their version of Bozo and he was trampled by an elephant. Uh he was dressed up as a peanut and uh killed by an elephant. <laughs> and Everybody in the entire episode, uh, Murray, Ted, everyone, Mr. Grant kept making jokes about Chuckles dying. And Mary, for the entire episode, was indignant. She was so mad at the boys for making fun of a dead guy, of a dead clown. Mm -hmm. And so the 20 minutes go by and Mary just keeps yelling at the boys. You know, oh, you're being so rude. And then the last scene is one of the best. They get All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Get to the funeral and the whole crew sitting there and Mary's in the back and uh, the minister starts speaking and well, this happens. The characters he created will be remembered by children and adults alike. Peter Peanut. (laughs) Mr. Fee Five Fold. (laughs) Billy Banana. (laughs) And my particular favorite, and you who? <laughs> not just, not just for the laughter that they provided. There was always some deeper meaning to whatever Chuckles did. <laughs> what did 
chuckles ask in return? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> in his own words, a little song, a little seltzer, darling. <laughs> Excuse me, young lady. Yes, you. Uh, would you stand up, please? Please, please, won't you? You feel like laughing, don't you? So Mary loses it in the funeral, and she finally cracks, and visually, it's even funnier. It's just, Colin had not seen it, and I just showed it to Colin, and it was, it's as funny now as it was in 1970. I think that aired in 1975. It was season four or something, so. Jason, six years, 71 through 77, 24 episode seasons. Yep. That is huge. Yeah, quality. huge run. Yep. Yeah, maintaining quality for that long. Yep, and that's yeah. one of the reasons Mary wanted to end at 7, because she felt they could start repeating themselves. So, 819, we'll be back with the Dirt Alert right after this. Remember the Jetsons when Judy Jetson would call up her dentist on a video screen? I wanted to be Judy. Of course you did. Well, that's good news, because you can be Judy, kind of, with Amy. Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental now offers a free video consult. My dream come true. All kidding aside, how does that work? Go to Hughes-Dental.com and request a free video consult today. Get your questions answered in three easy steps. Upload a picture of your smile. Receive a private video message from Dr. Amy with an action plan. Look it over, and then you can schedule your in-person visit with Dr. Amy. That's so easy. Easy and so important. A smile means so much to folks, and this is a great way to see if a smile makeover is right for you. And there is nobody better than Dr. Amy. She's had years and years and years of experience. That is the reason why I call her the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. She sure is. She's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state. To see before and after photos of actual patients, go to their website, Hughes-Dental.com. And also, don't forget to follow them on Instagram to learn more about their staff and to see the latest happenings from our family at Hughes Dental. And when you call to make your appointment, don't forget to tell them you heard about Hughes Dental from My Talk. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Dawn and Kenny. Alexis is off. Elizabeth Reese is off. Bradley's off. Colleen is off. Lori's off. Julia's off. Grant. Grant is off. Rocco's off. So I'm filling in for uh, Elizabeth right now, who Dawn was going to fill in for Elizabeth, but Dawn is filling in for everybody else. So Dawn gets (laughs) to nap. Dawn gets to to nap. That's right. Sit back and relax. You deserve it. (laughs) Hey, first up, uh, the news nobody wanted in the Dirt Alert, and that is Netflix is coming out with another season of Tiger King. What? I'll just let this sit here for a second. Think about that. They're not even saying what this is going to be about. Well, it's so popular. He's still in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Maybe they can't film in jail, can they? Uh, Well, every jail is different. I mean, you have to submit a request to the, if it's county, state, whatever. But I I don't want to see. Go ahead, Kenny. No, it's going to be about creepy Carol Baskin. Who Ugh. now owns then, the zoo or the the not right. zoo? That's a insult to zoos. It. 
Did she sell mm-hmm. it? Okay. But still. Nobody wants this Netflix. I love you, but we're tired. This is this is yeah. like We've we're done. We're done. No. We're done. I haven't it was, even watched it, and I've had it. Yeah, oh, I mean, it was God, really it was great. Awful. The well, it was awful it. good. It was great yeah, in the oh. first month of the pandemic, is what we needed. But yeah, no, it was like having a needle in your in your arm. You had to once you started, you had to watch. You it. had to finish yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Speak. Speaking of stuff for sale, hey, Dawn, um, yep. do you have, uh, don't mean to talk about your finances, but do you have <laughs> $1.2 million? Absolutely. I just have a uh, side account. Okay. So we're well, under a different name, Offshore. Perfect. Right. Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, would you be interested in moving to Rhode Island? Oh, yes. It's interesting. It's the smallest state. Okay. Um, would you be interested then in buying the house featured in The Conjuring? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, what? I would. That's great. Is it for Don, sale? 1.2 million? It's for sale, million? people. That's right. <gasps> Next in the dirt. It's for sale. 14 rooms, 3,100 square feet. And in the 70s, the family that lived in that house reported a series of ghostly experiences. Okay. So 1.2, Don. If you want, if you and the paranormal Twin, Twin Cities yeah. paranormal group, if you guys want to get together and pool your money, mm-hmm. boom, there you go. Great idea. And then we can just uh, uh, rent it out to other paranormal teams, which I believe they do already now. Yeah. Uh, and Perfect. then make our money back. Next in the dish, Billie Eilish said that she lost 100,000 followers when she showed her boobies. Well, yeah. I think I probably know why. It's why? because she, from the beginning of since we even knew who we, who she was, her big thing was that she said, I will not allow record executives and anybody involved with me to ever exploit my body as my so product. She, yep. I will not be sexualized. I'm a teenager. And then all yep. of a sudden one day, she, she did. started to, and we're like, we're confused because yeah. you kind of inspired and uplifted young girls to not feel like they had to do that. And now it seems like you, I mean, do what you want to do, but don't say you're one thing and then immediately change and go, you should respect what I do with my body. It's like, yeah. okay, well, now you're sexualizing it. So what do we do? What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. 100,000 after she posted a photo shoot on her Insta. Yeah. She didn't actually show the whole, all of them, right? She just kind of showed cleavage. A little bit. I mean, I, I don't. I, honestly, I haven't it, seen the photos. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, She's, I haven't seen them. Yeah, it's a different Billie Eilish for sure. And the other thing trending is the return of Drag, K, Drag Race UK. We'll talk about that on Monday. And also Kelly Clarkson's new holiday single, Christmas Isn't Canceled, <laughs> Just You. <laughs> yes. There we go. More of these stories at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, our annual playing of Bearing Lex next. <laughs> Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a Bachelor in Science degree in Applied Psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. 
and you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. A Golden Moment with the Golden Girls. Dorothy, at 2 a.m. this morning, I was entertaining a gentleman caller. When she opened the door at the most inopportune time, I could have lost my balance and chipped a tooth. Thank you for being a This has been A Golden Moment with the Golden Girls. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Don and Kenny are here. Because Alexis is off and she was supposed to be doing the first movie review right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. We had to, had to, as they say in sports vernacular, punt. Um, <laughs> so we are punting uh, to a holiday treat. And I mean a... Halloween holiday treat. Uh, it is a classic. Just like in winter, we play our song, There is Ice. Uh, we always play Burying Lex. Now, uh, what this started out as is a news story that came out that Disney was getting pissed that people were dumping the ashes of their relatives at Walt Disney World and making a mess. Gross. And, uh, yeah. So we started talking about, well, hypothetically, where we would like to be buried or or dumped. And Dawn and I had very succinct, very clear answers. It was just like uh, South Fork. Dawn was like one. I've Dawn, I forgot where you said you wanted to be buried. Oh, but God, I don't know. I don't remember. And then it gets to Alexis, and Alexis in her Alexis way goes, well, I mean, maybe a little in New Jersey. Oh, right. All over. Then, then like a quarter cup in Okinawa. A quarter cup. And then a third of a cup <laughs> in New, uh, New York. And then um, a half a teaspoon in Boston. And Dawn and I are just letting her go. And we're like, your brother is going to be very busy. Her brother, Jake, is basically going to be spending the rest of his life burying you. Thus, Rocco and his creativity was born. Uh, So here we go. The beginning. This is a promo for our new show, our new limited series, Burying Lex. On the next Burying Lex. Has anyone seen Jake? Who? Alexis's brother. He was on his way to Japan to scatter Alexis's ashes on that big mountain. Why is her crocheted tampon bag here in Minneapolis? It contains a third of a cup of her ashes. Jake needs them. My God. He's padless on Mount Fuji. Meanwhile, Angel is found behind an antique store in Lincroft, New Jersey, stuffing teaspoons of Alexis into creepy baby doll heads. 111 and 110. Sir, I'm going to need you to drop the baby dolls and show your hands. But officer, it's my wife. Not in New Jersey, it's not. Now put down the doll. I love you, honey. Burying Lex, Tuesdays on TLC. Well, the episode one was such a hit, we obviously had to do episode two on the next burying lex oh no what now i just got a call from the san diego zoo oh no did the panda costume not fool zoo security no it did jake snuck alexis's ashes into the panda exhibit perfectly great but the costume smelled a bit funky because nobody ever washed it and the scent really turned on the giant panda 
And it humped Jake to death inside the panda costume. Oh my god! But wait! It gets better! Meanwhile, at MSP Airport Security... Mr. Toro, can you explain why all you're bringing with you on this flight is a bag full of granny panties, each filled with some sort of white powder? But officer, it's my wife! You're gonna have to come with me. Leave the bag there, sir. I love you, honey! Burying Lex, Tuesdays on TLC. Well, uh, and episode two was such a hit. You know, when a show gets popular, they have to do holiday specials. So we, of course, did a Halloween episode of Burying Lex. On a special Halloween edition of Burying Lex, Dawn's paranormal team communicates with Alexis's ghost. If y'all can hear us speaking to this vacuum cleaner nozzle that we pretend can hear ghosts. You guys, it's her! Alexis! We buried one-third of one cubic centigram of your ashes in Dr. White's dental smock! The hottest dentist in town! Now, Alexis, tell us how to contact your home planet. We've got your last half a kilo to give to your alien birth parents. What did the guy who died on Mount Everest have for his last meal? Burritos! That was an afterlife dad joke with Alexis. The burrito place! Does anybody remember how to get there? I think you take a left at the Roseville Auto Zone, and then it's 50 paces east until you run into a purple dry cleaner van? Knock three times and ask for Rodrigo. You guys, it's closed on Mondays. Can you go tomorrow? (laughs) Meanwhile, at a garage sale in Shoreview, Angel accidentally spills some almond butter on his Timberwolves tracksuit. 911, what's your emergency? There's a naked man in my garage. He keeps shouting at me to give him Dawn dish soap. It works on the docks. It works on the docks. I think he's putting cocaine on my Hello Kitty doll. It's my wife. Sir, just get out of here. I love you, honey. The Halloween episode of Burying Lex tonight on TLC. Now, when we come back, the shocking series finale featuring basically everybody that works here (laughs) when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. The only show on my talk today with 90% of its crew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're 75 percent that's 75 yeah you can't just have alexis account for 10 she's yeah. more than that oh yeah absolutely i'm just saying on average today we're we're basically 90 compared to everybody else yeah. oh true that's what i meant yeah oh it's God. gonna be uh like a roulette today when you tune on turn on the other shows who knows who's gonna be hosting I'm uh, building um, building up the computer program. I'll just say for the laymen out there that are listening, where commercials are, coming up in Don yeah. and Steve, there are none. So oh, I am perfect. building that right now. Oh, perfect. So I, I seem a little distant or not Please, like what? I'm paying attention. I'm not. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> She's not. No. I can't. I can Je- only do... I, I, that's why Jason and Jesus is taking the wheel today. Thank I'm you. I'm trying to make it as easy as humanly this possible is a for you. Minute thing I've just discovered. Yep, uh, it is the finale of burying Lex. Now, uh, 
this happened, and this was the brilliance of Rocco. It started as a conversation of where would you like your ashes spread? And Alexis, uh, in, in her very Alexis way, was like, well, maybe a little bit in New Jersey and a little bit in um, San Diego where my parents live and a little bit here in Minnesota and then Okinawa a little bit more. And then we just laughed. And then that started. Uh, uh, we said, well, your your brother Jake is going to spend the rest of his life trying to bury you. Yeah. So then we decided that would be the premise of a great reality show on TLC. So you've heard uh, the first episode, the second episode, the Halloween episode. And now it's time for the series finale of Burying Lex. On the thrilling series finale of Burying Lex, Jason tries to get in on the action. Oh, hi, TLC. This is TV personality Jason Matheson. (laughs) I understand you're wrapping up the Burying Lex show. Have you ever thought of a spinoff? You know how the Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family and Mork and Mindy was a... Yeah, hi, Jason. We're going to go ahead and pass right now. Yeah, but I I want my ashes scattered at South Fork. Just picture it. Linda Gray and Patrick Duffy wearing black in tears while the sad version of the Dallas theme plays. You know the sad version. It goes like... Yeah, Jason, we've already green-lighted our next funeral show and actually, you might know him. It's called Farewell to the Golden Guy, Bradley trainer on the lanai i'm hanging up minutes later <laughs> uh hi tlc this is lance to Evelyn jason we get it if you want to be in the finale get down to the burrito place oh asap don and angel figured out it was like the secret communication base to alexis's home planet and her alien birth parents are sending a space shuttle to pick you up in like 20 minutes uh shouldn't angel go um in a dramatic twist, Anhill and Dawn ran off together to form the latest celebrity couple. They're calling themselves Dawnhill. That's kind of weird, but it works. I'll be right down. Okay, take a left by the Roseville AutoZone, then 50 paces east. Until- Later at the burrito place. Welcome, Jason. Strap in for the 30,000 light year journey to the planet Craft On. Um, this section seems like steerage to me. Is there like a first class area? Maybe somewhere where the drinks aren't, you know, in plastic cups? 20,000 light years later. Enjoying the ride, Jason. Can I just say, I've been on Space Mountain hundreds of times this month, and I think Disney Imagineers really nailed it. You know, Colin and I were at the Magic Kingdom in April, May, June, July, August, September, and October. And we usually get the VIP Fast Pass because... 15,000 light years later. And then we usually finish with the lobster bisque at the Epcot France Pavilion. Do not try the one at the Cinderella's Cafeteria. We have arrived at our destination, the planet Craft On, presenting Alexis's birth mother. Hi there, got our girl's ashes, Jason? Katie Canine is Alexis's alien birth mother. <laughs> You're close, Jason. Katie's my sister. I'm Connie Crochet, queen of the planet Crafton. Katie's from Animal Planet. There's a real Animal Planet? You bet your anus. Now, may I have the last cup and a half of Alexis's ashes? Oh, about that? I may only have three quarters of a cup. I had to stop by the Munchichi factory in Taiwan and the tree in New Jersey where Alexis saw some kids junk up his shorts. Hmm, that's gonna make it tough. But it should be enough to craft her back to life. You can do that on this planet? You bet your... Once was good. You're right. Now, exacto, goo gun. Yes, Connie. Bring me the nitty needles of life. We're on it. Pearl one, 
knit three. Earl one, knit three. Bring Alexis back to me. Alexis, you're alive. Aw, see, it did get better. Thanks, Mom. Burying Lex, the thrilling 17-part conclusion, starts Sunday on TLC. Oh, I there mean, we go. What, I mean, oh, that Rocco. was like a real audio TV show. Yes. I yeah. Mean, that was a fully formed story yep. from beginning to end. Just that the Rocco creativity did. there is amazing. Just like, boom. Wish amazing. He didn't have to yeah. do so many other things and he could just focus on that. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I was going to say, I was going to say what he cared about his job, but if you want to put it that way, that's fine. <laughs> Ooh, it's time. Every, uh, the end of every show, we yeah. nominate a person, place, or thing. Don, you keep going. I have, I can do this too, because I know what you were going to say on this one, or if you have time, oh, we can no, do it too. Oh, no, go ahead. Actually, you, there's a link there if you want to yep. take over for that. That'd be there cool. we go. Water up the boat. I'm jumping the shark, shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a mundo. Okay, uh, they're making a Super Mario movie. Uh, okay, I mean that's fine, uh, but the casting choices are really pissing people off. In particular, Chris Pratt. As Mario. <laughs> That's so stupid. I, I just, I can't, I can't. I do like some of the choices. Okay, what are some of the choices? Uh, mostly Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Okay, that is good. <laughs> it's yes. good. Now that is good. I, I do, and isn't Danny DeVito in it too? Yeah, I yeah, think, Dan- oh God. He's in it as, uh, hold on a minute. Uh, ba- not Bowser, um... No, I just had the link. Here we go. Danny DeVito is. Oh, you know who's Yoshi. 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 Yes. Oh, Kenny, you're going to like this. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. You know, I saw the lineup of. I still don't believe. Why do we need this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not down with any of this. I, I love Charlie Day, but. Uh, and Danny, of course, but no, uh, I reject the entire premise. Okay. Jack Jack Black is going to be Bowser, oh, and Keegan oh. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Okay, how? Oh God, I reject the premise, and it sounds like I'm going to have to go see it. There's a lot of funny <laughs> memes. Funny guys. There's a lot There's of funny, funny memes right there. now going yeah, around, yeah. and just involving you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and Charlie Day as mm-hmm. Luigi. Just he's done a lot of looks on the show where he looks like Luigi, and they're taking yeah. screenshots of that and then putting them next to the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. and Chris Pratt is Mario. Why isn't Danny DeVito Mario? I'm just saying. Yeah, it just doesn't seem I don't right. Know. But you know what? We can't solve everything in every day, especially not today. On I my can't. Talk. We're not going to solve. Well, Don's trying to solve everything on my talk uh, today. That's going to do it for us. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be any character you want to be today. Mario, Luigi, it doesn't matter. Lori, Julia. Yes, please, because they're not here. We'll see you on Monday.